I'm your host, Destiny. I'm your host, Dakota. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Welcome back. So we are continuing our Spider-Man saga, I guess you could call it. But first, before we start talking about Spider-Man, let's talk about what we did a couple days ago. And we bought some collectibles. Yes, we did. We bought some collectibles. Would you like to talk about what you got first? My collectible or just everything in general? We can just talk about everything in general. I get a creeper you got for my shop. Okay, explain what that is for the mass audience out there that doesn't. So a creeper is, it's like a, it's a thing you lay on with wheels that sits really low to the ground so you can roll around under vehicles easy. Yes. And then we got some Funko Pops. Target had this really awesome sale. Buy two, get one free. And we have officially started collecting Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, I finally did it. I finally did it. And I I wouldn't have done it if they didn't have the sale because I'm like, what else do I want? I even bought a pop I really didn't want because if I didn't, I wouldn't have gotten the sale. I mean, it was free. Yeah. I might just turn around and sell it on eBay, honestly. That's what we did with the last ones of, of this style that you got. So... It was very good. I I had a blast. So my beautiful wife did a a pool card date night, I guess is what mm-hmm. you could call it. So she had everything by random choice. She had seven bags. Yeah, six or seven. Six or seven bags. And she had them numbered. So the first one picked clothing. Well, well we're going to wear comfy, casual, or nice. And then the second one was which vehicle we were going to drive which was one of my vehicles or her vehicle, which ended up being my pickup. Mm-hmm. And then the third option was... That's when the money one started. Yes. Um, so I had pre-selected stores we were going to go shop at, and I had like four different amounts of money that he could spend. And if he didn't spend them in that store, he could bank them. So I surprised him on the first place that we went, which he didn't end up getting anything. He almost bought a Black Series figure, but I think he's pretty glad that he held off because of what else we found. Yeah, it was Harrison Dula. Well, it was really, they had the whole collection of the Rebels Black Series figures, which I probably should have gotten Zeb now that I've looked back on it because I haven't ever seen Zeb go for anything less than about 50 to 60 bucks, and they had them for twenty four ninety nine. But the only one I was truly interested in getting was Harris and Dula. And it just, I just didn't want to pull the trigger right now. Because the only thing from Rebels that I have, well, I have a Thrawn and and the Ahsoka from Rebels. But officially, Rebels Ahsoka is the only one I have. The Thrawn is just a Black Series uh, 50th anniversary collection, or 40th anniversary collection, sorry. So then we crossed the Great Wide River and went over to the, like, town next to us. The the Great Wide Tennessee River. Yeah. It's really, honestly, there's, like, four towns, and we're really just one big town. It's Quad (laughs) City. So we went 
to Harbor Freight where he found his creeper. And then, oh, we did appetizers. So that was after the, or was it? It was after Harbor Freight. Yeah. So we had four choices Taco Bell, Sonic, Krispy Kreme, or Bojangles. And we drew Krispy Kreme. Yes, he drew Krispy Kreme. Yeah. So we went and bought some donuts and we sat in the back of the truck and. Yes, and then we went to. It was. GameStop. GameStop after that. We didn't buy anything there. No, the so our GameStop, we have two GameStops in our area left. We used to have four, so and we had the mall ones closed. But they're so split. One, which is a little bit bigger store, if it has stuff, then the one across the river has nothing. It looks like it's going bankrupt. Mm-hmm. If the one across the river has stuff, then the one over here is like empty and we have a lot of luck at the one closest to our house though we go in there a lot i think the manager pretty much knows us because he always hands us like the printouts of like what's gonna be released next and Mm -hmm. and like we've i mean they've just been really chill because we've had to make some returns and different things and we've bought 90 percent of our stuff at that game stop we have bought a lot we got we got my switch a lot of my Funko Pops, a lot of yours, your, a lot of your Black Series figures. Mm-hmm. And you got your helmet, didn't you? Well, I pre-ordered that. Oh, helmet. you pre-ordered that. I just picked it up at that location. <laughs> but still, we've done a lot there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, and it's a bigger GameStop mm-hmm. compared to most of but It's most the biggest of, one I've been to. Yeah, most of them are set up on, like, mall structures, though. Yeah. They're either in a mall or in, like, a strip mall. This one... Yeah, it's in a mall, but it's on, like, the outside of a mall that's... Closed. Yeah, the the mall itself is closed, but, like, the outside stores are big. So, like, all the... You can tell at one point it was a lot bigger store. And Mm -hmm. they, like, closed it off a little bit for GameStop to be in it. But you can see, like, the buildings, the two stores next to it that are vacant used to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So, then... We decided to go over to Target, which was actually not one of my original places I wanted to go because I feel like that's mostly a me store. And this date night that we did was all about Dakota. So, but we did end up going over there because they do tend to have really good collect like really good collectibles. And man, if we weren't good for going over there. We hit the freaking jackpot. With Funkos, at least. On a Friday night, on top of that. Yes. So, would you? do you want to break down what you came across? Let's see. We can kind of talk about it one at a time. So, I would say the thing I'm really happy about to put up, at least, we actually came across a No Way Home poster, which is very fitting for the episode series that we're doing at the moment mm-hmm. so and it it is the it's the one with spider-man in the iron spider suit and dr strange with dr octavius's claws coming into the picture so we have like three poster boards in our room and we did have a mickey and two loki posters and then i covered up one of the lokis with a multiverse of madness now i'm kind of thinking 
we debated what we're going to do with this poster. We almost bought its own poster board, but I really think we should consider covering up the Mickey because it just is so foot. It's not like we're throwing the Mickey away. We're just. We could have gotten another one and put, you know, below it. But I think for the time being, we should cover up the Mickey. We can do that. And then if we feel like we're missing it, we can buy another one. Okay. But we were already spending so much money on Funko Pops, we were trying to pace ourselves. Yeah, that's true. So, then, as far as my other one that I came across, we came across... I'm going to give you credit for two of these. Okay. But the one that came across that goes with more so my collection is Cassie and Andor, or as the trailer would put it, Cassie and Ander... Because for some reason, that's how they say his name in the trailer. I don't know why. But it is the Summer Convention Limited Edition Cassian. And he actually is shown, like, not to have any, like, pairs in the, on the back of the box. Yeah, so that's really cool. I think Star Wars is really doing this kind of... We saw it with the Bounty Hunter collection and then with the... What is it? The Dark Side collection. Mm-hmm. They keep it really mysterious. So you don't necessarily know what's coming out next. Well, and, like... But on those, it actually has, like, the figures on there. They're just blacked out. Yeah. This one has nothing on the back but the logo. I just wouldn't be surprised if more comes out, and this is just their way of keeping it a secret. I want to feel like it's special. How about that? So then I found Loki Frog of Thunder. <laughs> I was so excited. It was the only one that they had. He is in, like, this little jar Oh, he's so cool. So, that means, like... Okay, well, we'll talk about this other one that Dakota found before I say this. He Who Remains. Yes, he found He Who Remains. He's a 2022 Summer Convention Limited Edition as well. And one thing that I think is really cool, he's got an apple in his hand that he's, like, actively eating. Just like he was in the show. So... With me having both of these Loki figures, I already had the one, what what was his name, Loki the Barbarian or... Uh, yes. Something like that. So now I'm only missing Gator Loki and Kid Loki. And then you'll have officially all of the original release. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm missing for my Loki collection. So then we started to talk about like, well, oh, they're buy one, buy two, get one free. What else should we do? And we've been debating starting the Thor Love and Thunder collection. If you watch our TikTok, you see where I post a video talking about this very thing about the deep having all of these Thor pops and should we start it or not. So because they had this sale... I got Thor and Mighty Thor, which is... Mighty Thor. There's two Mighty Thors, but this is the one with the helmet. Um, Then we went to Books Million later on and found the one without the helmet, which we didn't get her, but... Yeah, so, and then because we had two more pops and we got a free one, there was honestly nothing else there I wanted, but I got this one, and it's the Walt Disney Archives, and it's Princess Minnie. They had a bunch of different ones. But they're on these like little platforms. And it's honestly like so cool. It says like inside the or something the magic. But it's really cool. It was between this one and then the regular Minnie Mouse. But I, I like this one. I don't know if I'll like 
honestly keep it. This is the one, like, I might sell. I don't tend to actually keep. Like, when it comes to kind of classic Disney, the only ones I have is the princesses. Other than that, I do Pixar and Marvel, and, really. Yeah. Well, I did Alice in Wonderland. I do forget. I have those. But I have, like, Alice and then Disney Princess and then, like, Gravity Falls and... Okay, we'll talk about this another day because this episode is all about Star Wars. Thank you if you're still here 13 minutes later. This episode is all about Spider-Man. This episode is all about Spider-Man. So thank you if you're still with us. Did not know that this conversation would go for 13 minutes. But I'm now inspired to talk a lot more about the collectibles that we have in our room on an episode. Yes. So. So. We started the day off with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And, spoiler alert, we knew going into it that, what is her name? We knew coming into it that Gwen Stacy dies. We we knew that that happened. We've seen No Way Home. I mean, because... We had seen all of the Spider-Man except for these two yes. coming into No Way Home. So... When that scene happened, it was very painful. I have to say that his reaction to it sold it. Not that she did a bad job. I mean, she she's, she died. She's dead. But the from first glance of what happened, you hear that her head hitting the ground, mm-hmm. but you don't know she died. You don't know that's what happened until. He can't get her to respond, and then the blood starts coming mm-hmm. out of her nose. I was going to say, when the blood comes out of her nose, that's... Andrew Garfield did a really good job here. It was a very heartbreaking performance. Like, I really felt it. it this whole movie was a lot more intense than, mm-hmm. than the first one, and I would have to say probably the Tommy, whole Tommy McGuire series. It, it was a very intense intense movie. It was a lot. I did enjoy it, though. Had very beautiful just cinematography. A lot of... I, the battle with Electro and stuff was just... That that was really cool. All the lights moving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a great job with the shadows. And they did really good on the CGI for that part. There was the opening scene of this movie... I hated the CGI for when he was in the armored truck. Yeah. It it was like obviously computer. It was like Sorcerer's Stone Quidditch match CGI. And if you know, Mm -hmm. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. There is a lot I want to say about this movie and about the amazing Spider-Mans in general. I just feel like... I'm still kind of digesting it all. Kind of the first thing I said to Dakota after the movie was over was, what if, like, Gwen was supposed to die? What, like, obviously she was supposed to, but, you know, what if this was supposed to happen? Because at the end of the day, as much as he loves Gwen, MJ is his true love in all universes. I can see my argument for it was that what if what if they weren't supposed to fall in love because mm-hmm. 
because it's not she's not meant to be the one that's with him because it's supposed to be MJ but because of that that's why she died because she is supposed to be the backup because she not for the way it sounds because we don't see an older Spider-Man and really at all we we never come across an old Spider-Man so the fact that all these Spider-Man are early 20s and then into the Spider-Verse, we get the Spider-Gwen's and her story of about what happened with her Peter and why she's so protective. It would make sense that that's what her role in the universe is, is that she comes in once a Spider-Man has moved on. Kind of like how Miles Morales took his place into, the, into that universe. So... Like, let me see if this is what you're saying. So, like, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is always supposed to have his once you love MJ. And Gwen Stacy is supposed to be the best friend, the after the fact, maybe, like, a little bit of conflict. Mm -hmm. But then in universes, say, like, Andrew Garfield, we get variants where that doesn't happen. And then we get these really painful moments where we see her die. Yeah, it's kind of like... The way I'm thinking about it, it's it's like a more gruesome way. Like maybe the TVA hadn't figured out how to prune people yet. <laughs> no, it is. And instead of pruning people, they were coming in and assassinating people. Essentially, that you know, is They were true. coming in and they put her in where she needed to be at to not exist anymore in that universe. So, did she die because of the whiplash or because her head actually hit the ground? I think both. I mean, I think if she didn't die because of her head hitting the ground, that she would have at least been paralyzed. Because the- here's why I ask: because in Spider-Man One, there is a scene where Tobey Maguire grabs Aunt May in a similar fashion, and she's fine. Yeah, I, I've actually watched videos on that on the comparisons because apparently Tom Holland also catches um, Zendaya the same way his Mary Jane and it's like they like break it down to the placement of where the web hit but we also see for context we see that Andrew Garfield's also shooting in between the clock tower's gears all falling along with her but in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man when he shot at me it hits her more so upper stomach and chest I and just, I, I was saying it mostly because if we're going if we're kind of going along the lines of we think the TVA is assassinating people, maybe that's why it well, killed what, her and not Aunt May or... Well, that's what I was saying. Can try to elaborate more yeah. on the fact. Because, like, because of the Tommy Wire one, we see it it catches Aunt May kind of mid, like mid to upper stomach to lower chest and catches her there. So, it like, the rebound off of that would still be affecting your upper spine you your head would get whiplash but really nothing else so yeah an older aunt may probably pass from that but andrew garfield because of the gears falling hit her pretty much lower stomach waistline she had also been falling for quite a while yeah she was gaining speed and if like i said if it wasn't (laughs) if you took if she was 10 more feet up and the the head hitting the ground factor wasn't there, the fact that of where it hit her at mm-hmm. would have caused a, most likely major spinal damage. So 
that's what I'm saying. Like maybe the TVA kind of stepped in and was like, maybe these gears need to be a little bit closer in. So he can't get her mm-hmm. higher up. He can't prevent the whiplash of her head hitting the ground. And I think now that Andrew and Toby McGuire are both, you know, loosely a part of the MCU, we definitely could see the TVA coming into play here because when I'm watching the Amazing Spider-Mans, I definitely feel like I'm watching a story that's not supposed to be happening. Yeah. On top of that, we're getting, like, all of this information about his parents, too. And I just feel like this isn't supposed to be happening. Happening Like, these are variants that, like, they're in this way far off branch timeline. So, here's where my big problem starts coming in. At. And, like, I'm going to really be deep diving myself on this now that we are fixing to start the Tom Holland stuff. And the reason why is, MCU-wise, what separates the TVA from multiversal travel? What, I under, because it's two different things. Mm-hmm. It's time travel, and then it's multiversal travel. It, depending on who you ask, it's explained the same way. Depending on who you ask, you can navigate the multiverse through time travel also. Yeah. So... That's essentially what the TVA does. Well, and how it's explained in Thor: Love and Thunder, where she folds a piece of paper and pokes a hole through it. That that method that she talks about could be viewed as time travel, also. So, I'm not going to try to get too too you know specific on this stuff because everybody has a different opinion of it. We really need Marvel to state, hey, this is how we're handling it from here, because we know. That fact that he who remains Kang, which is convenient that we have him now as part of our collection, we know that he was over the TVA and he was, he was the only version of him and he was keep and the reason he was there he was keeping it all at bay, but now that he is not there, the multiverse has run loose and now all the other Kangs could come in. So it's like where was the line at that was keeping the multiverse at bay? with the timeline is because that ring of time all the branches separating off of is that where the multiverse is creating at Mm -hmm. or was the fact that we know before then tony was having dreams and it establishes a multiverse of madness that dreams are views into other that's true so when i guess there's a lot of questions and i and and when i'm looking at the amazing spider-mans versus like you know, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Mans. I look at Tobey Maguire's Spider-Mans. We have MJ. And then in Spider-Man 3, we get Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. But in, like, both of these amazing Spider-Mans, we don't get MJ at all. Yeah. Uh, we literally just get Gwen Stacy. So, I just think that something has gone wrong in this one. Like, like this timeline, honestly... It could almost fit in the same world as, like, multiverse... Like, in the same, like, version as Multiverse of Madness where Wanda's the Scarlet Witch. Like, it's just so different from what it should be and, like, what it feels like. Yeah, there... I I want to deep dive one day on, like, the... Because there's so much that's... Like, going back and watching these Spider-Man movies, there, it's making me realize so much of the MCU that's truly hinging off of no way home Uh and what no way home has created not you know yeah you can go back a little bit and say it's wandavision that created a lot of it but wandavision loki no way home and multiverse of madness 
those four movies for Phase Four, they've started the ball, and and I think when you look at just those four, like a lot of people didn't like Multiverse of Madness, but like when you set it up next to WandaVision, Loki, No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, I mean that is that is four incredible pieces of work, and I know we're kind of getting off like script yeah. here, but I mean take out all the other kind of okay shows that they came out with Hawkeye, uh, Winter Soldier, all that. But I think just looking at those four, they've really set up like, this is where we're going next. I mean, we yeah. know Secret Wars is coming in a few years. And most likely, I personally, I think the reason why those four stick out to me so much and the reason why I've grasped onto them so much is the fact that they they came off of Phase 3 and they kept pushing that that ball straight into phase four and they've now pushed it on into phase five where all the other shows and movies that we've gotten are they're building up for kind of way in the future yeah they're building for you know 10 steps ahead and they're also getting characters characters Mm -hmm. established and getting characters ready to play their roles for secret wars essentially you know not that we're not going to see some of them before then but that's essentially what's happening they're we're and even No Way Home was kind of that way. I mean, now that they've officially announced Secret Wars, there's no doubt that we're going to see all these Spider Man come back. At least Andrew Garfield. Yeah, because there's rumors that he signed a contract with Disney. Nothing's been actually confirmed, but um, there's those rumors. Then there's also where No Way Home has now come back out in theaters literally like with an extended cut with an extended cut and there's this promo on tv where it where andrew garfield said where they cut to him and it's like do you want to do this again and toby mcguire is like yeah and so people are taking that as oh my goodness they're gonna come back in secret wars yeah but they're really thinking also that we might be getting a third amazing spider-man i think if if Sony will play nice with Disney, I think what we're going to get from this is I think they're going to really hunker down and go, okay, we have a Spider-Man now for the Venom universe mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be Tom Holland. We have a Spider-Man that we can put in the Venom universe or connect to the Venom universe and build this world. There was and we our, know Venom's coming because we yeah. saw it in the end credits scene. Well, and they, you know, the original... The original theory behind Spider-Man 3, because it played kind of closely based off of like the Tobey Maguire series, was we were going to see Venom in Spider-Man 3 anyways, Mm -hmm. or The Amazing Spider-Man 3. So, how perfect would that be that Venom is already an established character, and he's He's already got origin movies, too. Yeah. So, and we've got the piece that's left that was left behind in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. We've got so much that could build off of this. Sony, if Sony would play nice, I know they like. I'm I'm sorry. I know there's fans out there for this movie, but I know they they botched Morbius. They they did a yeah, bad but they could take Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, and Venom, and build that. To where whenever we get the Venom issue in the MCU that they have to come back and handle it and deal with it in some way or form or fashion. And that could be also when we start seeing Miles Morales. That could be when the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is training a young Miles Morales 
like we see it into the Spider-Verse. And and I hate to say it, I've really personally not wanted to accept it until kind of we started rewatching. I don't think we're seeing Tom Holland anymore. I think we are. You really, you do. I'm shifting I and see, I don't. I have. I just think we're taking a break from him for a bit. I've come to peace with it. I think the Tom Holland we're fixing to start seeing. I I think we're going to take a break from him for a while. What if Tom Holland is like infected by venom? (laughs) Well, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking that that we're going to get to see a Tom Holland that all these demons that that he has built up at the end of No Way Home get enhanced by the Venom symbiote. But there, I think we're just, we're, I don't think we're going to see Tom Holland for a little bit because at this point, as far as we can assume, is not even Doctor Strange, nobody knows who he is. Oh, except, supposedly. Supposedly. Except for one person that I'm going to throw out there on a, just a random rogue theory, Wanda. Which, because I still don't think she's dead, which if you want to hear that theory, you need to go back to our Rogus Theories episode and you can hear my theory mm-hmm. at the end of why I think Wanda's still alive. I think so. Doctor Strange and Wanda both know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I actually don't think Doctor Strange knows and I think it's really convenient that Wanda would know because Wanda was in, she had the hex, the mini hex kind of built around her Mm -hmm. that was hiding the image of everything. And that, so she probably had runes up to protect anything from changing any spells. So Dr. Strange's spell wouldn't have affected her when he cast it to, for everybody to forget. But also Dr. Strange is a control freak. So do you think he would really not want to know the outcome of, his spell because when him and Wong are talking about it at the beginning of No Way Home, he's and Doctor Strange says something like, "Do you remember?" and he's like, "No," and he was like, "Exactly." I'm so just saying, he like, remembers that. Yeah. Why wouldn't he remember the one he does for Peter Parker? I'm just basing it off of like that maybe he didn't have time. Maybe like it was in such a crunch point because the other worlds were starting to come through that he had to do it right then and there. So I'm just throwing out there that I think we could see. Look, I'm just throwing this out there. We have Tom Holland that nobody knows as Spider-Man anymore, or nobody really knows of him yet anymore at all. He's lost his friends. He's lost everything. We have a Venom symbiote, and we have an AK, or we have a MIA Scarlet Witch that, in my opinion, has went to go see Mephisto. We have demons built up in Tom Holland. We have a symbiote that's going to enhance him, and we have the Scarlet Witch that could easily manipulate him. We yeah. could see we could see some serious stuff happen to the Spider Man character yeah, in the that's future. True. I would love to see that. I would love to see a truly evil Spider Man for a little bit. So I I I just I genuinely loved this movie. It was was a very good movie. I loved it a lot more than I thought I was going to. So then we started in on. We gotta rate it. Okay, sorry. Gosh, Russian. Okay, on a scale of one to eight, because spiders have eight legs. <laughs> I like how you have to explain that every time because <laughs> you, because you didn't know spider has spiders had eight legs. Okay, well I know now. So. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say a seven and a half for this movie. Oh, you rated it pretty high. I'm rating it pretty high. I. 
I'm rating it higher than my my favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man three. Not this isn't making it making it my favorite, but I'm saying all around was a really good movie, and I think a lot of it's just enhanced because it's the first time I've officially seen all of it. I am giving it a seven. I think it was really well done. I'm really digging my theories about it. I think because it's so different from the other Spider-Mans, there's a lot to work with there. Yeah. And I think, like, even though they haven't made a third Amazing Spider-Man, I also feel wrapped up. I'm also on board for what whatever they want to do with the Andrew Garfield yeah. Spider-Man. So, let's transition into Spider-Man and the... Or, I'm sorry... Let's transition to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yes. So we've seen this movie before. Yes. But in our midst of rewatching it, of all the Spider-Mans, we decided to add this one in. Which, by the way, is no longer available on Netflix. Which is crazy. We had to rent it. Yeah. I mean, how do you have... Okay, well, it was weird at first because Netflix has all the Spider-Mans except for, of course, the Tom Holland ones, which mm-hmm. that's understandable. I don't understand why Disney doesn't have the Tom Holland ones on there, but just whatever. But Star, the add-on Stars package with Hulu has every single one available, except Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. So I'm just like, why is it so hard to have Spider Man? Like I know there's so many different Spider Mans, but now that they've all been together, it should be easily acceptable to watch them. Yeah. So, we've seen it before. It's a super cool movie if you've never seen it. This movie is all about Miles Morales. And we see other variations of spider people. Because it literally is. Like, you've got, like, pulled into this universe. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, I will say, it's it's not, if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's okay. So this movie is animated in con uh, in comic book fashion. So it has the these wordplay subtitles popped up on the screen. Pop, it randomly pops up. The, some of the characters that come in are are really really animated, and on, one of them is an anime form. So it's like it's kind of it's different. It it's a lot that's thrown at you all at once. But it's a fun watch, and it is heartfelt. There is a there is emotional scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like there's not a whole lot to say about this movie because it's not technically connected to anything. I think it could be as far as we know. As far as we know, it could be in the future, but. I really don't feel like we need to sit here and talk about it. I just feel like we could rate it. I. I want to throw one thing out there. Okay. Before we rate it. I I want to know everybody's opinion on Kingpin. I understand Kingpin's a bad guy. But if you step back and look at what he's doing and the reason why he's doing it, does that truly make him as bad as he is? I mean, I think it's the same dilemma as you have with Wanda. True. It's... I mean, he yes, there's he's undeniably a bad a bad guy. You know, he 
Like, he straight up just kills people. Yeah, I mean, hammer fist Spider-Man in the chest and, and you know, yeah. KO'd him in one hit. So, but, so if you haven't watched it and you want to know and you don't feel like watching it, Kingpin's whole thing is he's the reason why the multiverses have clashed in, in this movie. The whole reason he's doing this though is because his family his wife and his son have died in his universe Mm -hmm. and he is trying to find them in another universe to bring them back to him kind of like wanda's doing with her children in multiverse of madness except for in this one his his children his children child and his wife actually existed yeah but so he in the pursuit of this he's of course he's causing a lot of damage to the world along with that he's also killed a spider-man and it's kind of set the precedence that he is not he's not going to take anything short of having them back no matter who he has to kill to get it mm-hmm. so i just want to hear from everybody else to see truly is is that a bad person he's a man that's doing whatever it takes to have his family back so I just want to know where everybody else's morale is to it because me looking from the outside looking in, I'm going, that's not like I would do that. I would stop at nothing to have my family back. So I just want to hear everybody else's thoughts on that. You know, we need to make an email for this thing so people can like email in. So <laughs> you can reach out to us on TikTok. Yeah, you can reach out to us on TikTok. You can leave us a review and message us on that. Okay. So. Scale of one to eight because spiders have eight legs. Six. I give it a five and a half. I, I mean, actually, fig- I actually figured you rate it higher than I would have. I really liked it like the first time that we watched it, but the more that I'm watching it, and honestly, the more that we watch everything else, I'm like, yeah, it's like okay, you know, it's just it's a one time movie, and that may be why it's not on Netflix anymore. It's yeah. a one time watch movie. Yeah, it, you watch it once, you don't really need to. Now, it's not like The Notebook where you want to watch it like every month, or like me, and you never want to watch it, even if you haven't ever watched it. <laughs> so, but. I can't wait for the for the inclusion of a Miles Morales in our universe. And we know it's coming. Yes. I mean, Miles is just... He he is such a good addition to the to the Peter Parker character. So... And Gwen Stacy's such a cool character, too. But, I like, that's what I was saying earlier. That's why I think that, like, Gwen Stacy and Miles Morales are meant to take the place of Spider-Man once he is no longer mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Be- and MJ. Yeah, because if you see, like, Peter Parker in this is portrayed to be, like, in his 30s. That that Peter Parker. You know, he's been Spider-Man for a long time, and then the one that... That's the one that died, and then the one that comes over from the other universe is overweight, out of shape. Him and MJ are going through a divorce. They've been together for years. And, like, it's portrayed that like he's in his 30s. Well, then we have Miles Morales that's in high school still and Gwen Stacy. I think he's technically in middle school, actually. Because at the beginning of the movie, we hear him say, can I go back to blah, 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 middle school? Could be. And then Gwen Stacy, that's she's portrayed as a high schooler in this. I understand that in the universes we've seen her in so far, she's the same age as Spider-Man but or as Peter Parker. But it could also... She could also exist in universes that she is the same age as Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I like the theory that she could he 
Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy both are essentially theirs there. They're there to pick up the mantle once Spider Man is no longer in the picture. So I think that's a cool. That's just a cool fun theory yeah. for me. So, so. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Uh, we're going to cut it a little bit short this week on this one because we have to get ready for House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're listening to this, you'll I had already listened to the review on House of the Dragon, but we are actually recording this prior to it. Uh, this episode will post on Thursday. House of the Dragon will post on Monday. And then She-Hulk on Friday. And for kind of the rest of this series... We are planning on doing the first two MCU Spider-Mans and then... Be No Way Home and Far From Home. Uh, Homecoming and Far From Home. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up with a finale of No Way Home, Final Thoughts, you know, because clearly everyone knows what happens in the last one, but we feel like it's a really good finale episode for this series and just so everyone knows we had no idea when we started watching these spider-man that no way home was going back into theaters it was like just pure luck on our part well and that and i i can't i just wanted to view no way home with a fresh mind of everything that's happened prior everything Mm -hmm. that's built up to and just so far of watching the toby mcguire series and now the andrew garfield series i've seen so much that they've pulled and so many little details they pulled from these Spider-Man universes just to make No Way Home that much better, which makes me appreciate everything they did. So I can't wait, but we are going to do a great grand finale and we're going to try to come out with uh, some just cool ideas for that episode. And I'm sure we're going to have some crazy theories that's going to project from these movies Mm -hmm. into the future MCU. So, I hope everybody has enjoyed this episode. And if you are ready for Andor or getting ready for Andor, oh my goodness, to, yeah, Andor is coming up too. You need to. We are just shy of a month now from it. So, if you are just as ready for that or for that series as we are, you need to like and subscribe, and that way you can hear all of our content going forward. And we will post our schedule for Andor coming up very soon. So we will see y'all guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Please like, follow, and share wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and check us out on TikTok at the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Peace out, nerds.